Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. We've got email. We've got Right, so this one was from Nate. Actually, started as a text photo. He had sent in a photo of his daughter, who's 11 months old. Such so a cutie, cute, just like this little ball. And probably how I'm saying it is what yeah. is bothering his wife. But Liam was so he was just covered in rolls, and he was so cute. And then once they start moving. You know, they they start to thin out. But he said in an email, my wife is thinking about putting our baby on a diet. Everybody makes comments about how chubby she is. She has a ton of, ton of rolls and it really bugs my wife. I read that kids should not be on diets that young, but she swears it wouldn't be extreme. Just certain foods that she would replace with other ones. She's feeling like our baby is being bullied, but she's smaller than I actually was at that age, 11 months. She's starting to really uh, be on the move. So I'm trying to convince her that she's going to thin out. Are there foods, if there are certain nutritionists that listen to your show, are there foods that we can swap out that are healthy fats? So I know my niece is addicted to avocados. That's a healthy fat. If your child can get into it. That's kind of like an acquired an taste, I think. Expensive. <laughs> it is. Well, they're only 89 a... cents at Target right now. Are they? Go load up. Look at you. But um, I think that this could be a really dangerous road, Nate. If she's already starting this worrying about what your child looks like at 11 months old, I think that this could only lead to issues. Can you imagine when she gets into like 8, 9, 10 years old when they really start feeling that peer pressure from other uh, other peers to f- look and feel a certain way. I have a problem calling it a diet. Why don't you just start making sure anything that, listen, you have complete control over everything that goes into that baby. Yeah. So just make it healthier choices. I don't ever recall being upset that people were calling Liam roly or, or chubby because I always knew once he starts to get on the move, once they start to run everywhere, Trust me, it is right around the corner that it just falls off, you know, and they need they need those good fats. They need that food to sustain all the energy that they're going to have. So I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. If you could call, is it? I mean, okay. have you put your baby on a diet? Is this okay? Now, I'm going to bring Angie on next. She was the first one to call in during that commercial break. She says, absolutely. You should be putting babies on diets. And I didn't get much more info from her, so I want to bring her on, and I want to get your thoughts on this as well. It's an 11-month-old baby, little mm. Pudge. You put a baby on a diet? An email from, well, for actually, it started as a text and then got an email from Nate kind of describing about how his wife wants their baby on a diet. Yeah, the baby is a, a cute, chubby baby. And by using these words, I feel like maybe I should start to taper back on those if it does upset parents but Nate says my wife is thinking about putting our baby on a diet everybody makes comments about how chubby she is she has tons of rolls she's 11 months old Uh, it really bugs my wife I've read that kids should not be on a diet but she swears that it wouldn't be extreme she would just swap out certain foods she's feeling like our baby is being bullied already but um, who's bullying an 11 month old yeah so he's just wondering are there certain foods that he can encourage his wife to put on the tray instead of the ones that are there, which he's not being specific about. Uh, Anaya says, come on now, it's not a diet. Just start making healthier meal choices for your child. 
Um, and then JJ's right. You're the one that controls all of what goes into the baby. That is what I would always have a problem with when I would watch Maury and then these little baby girls had to wear sports bras. Did you ever see those episodes? No. These two-year-olds, three-year-olds, they had to be in sports bras because it looked like they had so much um, fat on top that it looked like boobs. And so they thought it was like inappropriate or something. But they were like, what are you feeding this child? And she'd say a full box of mac and cheese and chicken strips. And it's what she wants. And if she doesn't get it, she cries. And it's like, well, she can't reach the the fridge. And then Anna says, oh, my God, no diets. What's wrong with people? They're babies. Like Kat says, once they start running and walking around, that baby fat will come off. It's so true. That's why they call it baby fat, because it is not permanent. It's there. Once they start moving nonstop, of course it's going to fall Melissa off. Melissa says, stupidest idea ever. Don't feed your baby junk. Put baby's, uh, baby's brain still developing, needs fat for that. Stop with the processed junk. Buy good formula if you're not nursing. But uh, never cut your baby's calories. Talk to a doctor. This is horrible. Cat is right. Uh, what's she going to do when they're those, uh, you know, preteen years? Kane's, uh, kids gain a little weight. So I do wish that Nate had given us an example of what the baby eats every single day. So a little bit of meat. Angie's been holding forever. Angie, I appreciate your patience. Uh, your thoughts on the baby diet here? Diets for babies are okay if the child needs it. And we can't have all, I mean, sure, they're cute when they're chubby, but little fat babies, that's different. And that's not healthy. Well, you don't want a photo album full of fat baby pictures, do you? You need to Stop. Oh, my God. You can't what? possibly believe what you're saying right now. That's there, crazy. There's a difference between cutely chubby and obese infant that's going to grow up and be a drain on society. Oh. And I don't want to pay for the little fat baby. Oh. Yeah, JJ, and if you missed the call that we took just a couple of seconds ago, we cut her out. The, the back end of it is where it got a little bit dicey. This woman named Angie had called in, and we're, we're talking about... Um, the, the chubby baby, you know what I mean? We had a listener email or uh, email us about the fact that his wife wants to put their 11-month-old baby on a diet, and she's a little chubby, and is this a good idea? And not one single person has said, yes, this is a good idea. But Angie, who was just on a second ago, uh, wrapped up her call with this. There's a difference between cutely chubby and obese infant that's going to grow up and be a drain on society. And I don't want to pay for the little fat baby. And that's when the cover came off. I literally didn't even know what to say after. I was so just like, I can't believe a human said this in the year 2023. I I truly feel like I'm going to be a little bit more careful with my words, even though when I do say it, it's just because they're so freaking cute. You know, I have a theory that the more you bitch about what's going on, the less you're doing to have a positive impact in the future. So if you true. say, I don't want your baby to be a drain on society, shut up. Just yeah. shut up with that. And it's not perfect. going to be. Kimberly? I was just calling about what I just heard. Did she really just say a drain on society? Yeah. So we had her on. <laughs> she did not hang up after that, by the way. And she just said oh. a little bit more than that, that we probably could not air. Thankfully, you cut her off. Yeah. Um, my opinion on this whole matter is babies, I mean, I've had very skinny children. I don't know why. I feed them and feed them, and they're just skinny. Yeah. But And I've always wanted a chubby baby because they're so stinking cute. <laughs> and you know what? As soon as they do get active cat, like you said, it comes right off. And even if it doesn't, who cares? <laughs> like, 
I think this is more of an issue for the mother than the child. Yeah, and a lot of people agreeing that this could be a long-term situation where come to middle school, the mom is projecting, maybe you're eating too many pieces of pizza tonight, and that would not be a good route for this little girl. I just feel like, you know what, you should love your body no matter what the size is, and who cares what other people think. What'd you do yesterday? Give me some fun stuff. I went grocery shopping, went to Target real quick. I was going to do a bunch, yes. And then I went home and cleaned a little, took a nap, and then brought Liam to go work on his b-ball skills because MLK Day, no school, no basketball practice. And so we did that. And then I went home and made some, what did I have? Some celery with some peanut butter, you know, stuff that does not make me happy, but will in the long run. What did you do, Mr. Never Exciting? Please break it down. I went to the gym. Great. And uh, no, 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 no. Uh, that place was packed. Okay. I didn't, I don't, we, we work most holidays, right? Like we take off Christmas, we take off New Year's, take off Thanksgiving. But like Martin Luther King Jr. Day, we don't take off. We worked yesterday. Right. I didn't realize how many people have gigs that they get yesterday off. The oh. gym was packed. It was crazy. What I did is I exercised some self-control, mm-hmm. and I didn't push people around. I didn't try and make myself a big man, and I waited patiently for the equipment I needed. So you I were waited. a nice human I, being? I got nice yesterday after I left work, uh, and then um, and then went home, and then I took my daughter back to college. That It was heartbreaking, man. I really miss my two older kids are now back at school, and I miss having them around. Last night, it was like a ghost town because our friends had picked up my youngest son for hockey, and my mm-hmm. wife and I are sitting there watching Maine Cabin Masters. I go, it's so quiet around here. That actually sounds like, amazing. It got so. quiet. And then uh, and then yesterday, uh, my wife Trisha had her first like post-cancer MRI, and immediately the results came back super clean. Everything is good. Nice. And, uh, and so that was just kind of a reason to celebrate and just whew, let everything out. And it wasn't like we were worried about the cancer coming back. Um, I mean, there's obviously a chance always, but, you know, this quickly, you just want that first one under the belt. You want to yeah. say, yep, everything is still good and looking clean. So uh, grateful for that. And uh, and that was kind of a wrap on the day. It was, it, it was still a little bit of a, a trip hangover from Florida. I was still unpacking mm-hmm. and still kind of shaking sand out of some of my stuff. So yeah. it was just that. I, that uh, yesterday. I actually saw somebody with OCD in the flesh. Like normally they live pretty secretive lives, you know, like the on and off switch before they leave. Yeah. But I went to Target and I had to get some more Swiffer mop pads and I'm standing there and I'm watching this woman and she's facing Oh, she, had to, she could only buy stuff if it was looking right or what? Well, yeah. Like she did the whole aisle. And I was like, wow, someone's going to appreciate that. That works here. That doesn't have to do that. But she would bring stuff from the back. And she wasn't like a a random person that maybe they hired out to do that. You know, she had her cart and she had a Starbucks and she was just doing it. I got introduced to this really early. The uh, the My first like catcher when I went away to college the first freshman that was like my bullpen catcher mm-hmm. had OCD with his uh with with all his gear okay so he would take his chest protector on and off about five times but it was the shoelaces that got him oh. if they didn't feel exactly perfect yeah and he didn't get the perfect feel of when he uh crisscross and tied the bow and mm-hmm. loop and swoop and everything he had uh, there was times that we'd be on the bus and he'd tie his shoes like the whole forty minute trip, yeah, and it, it, and it would it would be just like he couldn't move on without it. Now I can't imagine how draining that is. I'm sure she wanted like 
everything in her body wanted to get in and get out of Target. But then she couldn't like she couldn't move past this aisle that was and I'm sure she hates people like me that would put bread back in the frozen pizza. You know what I mean? Like, you probably, I started thinking you about that. You shouldn't like, do that anymore because no, you I didn't know. realize that this is going to set somebody off. I have thought about it as I was walking. I'm like, I would. Pr- it would probably ruin her day, and so I should make a. More I've never thought effort. about that before. How many times the other day, my wife goes, "Oh, that's the wrong kind of soda." Because yeah. I got, <clears throat> excuse me, like she likes diet coke the caffeine free stuff if yeah. we're gonna have drinks and i'd gotten the caffeine free diet pepsi mm. and we're at the it we're at the the the, ca- the cash out line and she's like that's the wrong stuff you got to go get the coke and so i just put the pepsi back in the wrong spot and grabbed the wow. coke and i didn't realize now until you said that that probably is making someone's day worse yeah jeez we're animals that's why january they called yesterday blue monday it was like i guess the most i hate that it fell day. on mlk day i didn't want to talk about it because i'm yeah. like this should be a day of positivity and change we didn't mention it but they did say this part of january is thought to be the most depressing time of the year and experts explain why the majority thankfully say that they plan to pay this off in the next three months or so but about 15 percent say that they're going to just make the minimum payment if you suffer from seasonal affective disorder and the lack of light can cause depressive symptoms by the time you're into the third week of january you're really not feeling great it's all coming down to this this is like the black hole of depression time that first part was referring to the 1300 dollars that on average people will put on credit cards throughout the holiday season so that's why you don't christmas shop with your credit cards or your debit cards just make sure that you have cash and you have a budget and you have it written down and you stick to it so today is a better day A new debate is going viral with Gen Z on TikTok because they feel like you should ditch the approach of giving your boss two weeks notice. They don't think that it's a good idea. This new generation of workers, right, they are realizing that two-week notices are useless because a two-week notice is so a job can get prepared to replace you, right? It's a respect thing. However, a job can fire you at any point in time. Why would you respect a company who doesn't even see you as a person? They just see you as a replaceable asset. Yeah, this uh, this happened to me the very one of the very first times I got fired from a radio job. I remember my old man going, oh, did they give you two weeks? And I go, no, they just fired me this morning. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what does that say? Yeah. And I said, yeah, uh, I think the two weeks notice thing sometimes works out. Like when I took this job here, I gave two weeks notice and they had no idea what they were going to do to replace me because they um, um, this is what this is why you need to be really, really straight with your employees. Because my boss goes, I don't know, we had this plan for you in a couple of months and then this and then this. Mm -hmm. And I go, why didn't you tell me that? I wouldn't have been looking for another job. I thought yeah. this was a dead end. And there, and he just kind of stood there like, duh. And then he goes, uh, he goes, well, so like, uh, like, are you just going to be done tomorrow? And I go, no, I'll give you two weeks notice. That's yeah. what I did. Part of it is the respect that you want your new company to think that you have. But you're right. I mean, your boss could fire you today and they're not going to give you two weeks notice. I love in radio. They're just like, hey, you know, when you start looking, let us know. Hell no, right. I'm not going to do that. You said that to us. Well, and it's like, I say, I no say it way. in the form of, listen, because I want to save employees. If, you, if you're looking, let me know why. Because if we're failing to do something to make you happy here, if it's because you just want to live in Phoenix, there's nothing I can do. Off you go, happy go lucky, maybe I can make a call for you. Mm-hmm. But if it's because you're not getting something here that you're hoping to get and we're failing as managers, then yeah. I'll try and at least fulfill that. But, man, I, I completely agree, man. Your company's not going to give you two weeks when they fire you. I would not do it. Good morning, Tabby. How are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. How good, are you? Good. Thanks for asking. We're, we're doing well. You got Psychic Kim, and what would you like to ask her this morning? Um, 
so I just want to know, I'm kind of going through some things, like me and my family, and I'm wondering when there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> well, okay, before we turn this over to Kim, you know, like, what's light for you? Like, what would you think light is? Um, Being able to wake up and just be happy in the situation. You know, like, okay. we got a roof over our head, we have good jobs, you know, kind of just like... Able to live a normal, normal life. Okay. Tim, what, or, uh, Kim, I'm sorry, what are you feeling here? Oh, a lot, a lot of heaviness, a lot, a lot of weight on your shoulders. Oh, um, it feels like I'm mm-hmm. suffocating, actually. So I can just about imagine what you are actually going through. And Tabby, and hey, I don't, I don't want to mean to cut you off here, Kim, but Tabby, when, oh. when Kim, when we brought her on, you know, when I said, hey, are you ready to go? There's like 30 seconds left in the song. She goes, there is a lot of craziness and heaviness going on right now. Can you guys feel that? And I'm like, well, no, because I'm not psychic. So uh, I think she could feel mm-hmm. that you were obviously coming on first here. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, it's, there's, there's a lot than just you that in this mix. So I feel like, yeah, you can do the work for yourself. You can find yourself, but there's so many people around you that is just very toxic. Oh, so Mm -hmm. you're going to have to start picking and choosing who you're going to hang out with, who you're going to be friends with. Um, I know family is family, but there are times where it is okay to put those boundaries up and just say, hey, I need a break. I need time to be with myself. Um, I need to focus on me. I cannot deal with your stuff right now. Um, so they're like, you have to put these boundaries up because um, otherwise you're allowing a lot of other people, places, things, situations to control you and control your emotions. And I just feel like I've just got stuffed in a big old sandwich and I'm right in the middle and I cannot find my way out of a sandwich. Like what the heck sandwich? Um, <laughs> so it's, it's going to take you a little bit to squeeze out of the sandwich, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know what she's saying. Um, You're the meat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, it's, it's probably going to be six to eight months before you feel like I can actually take a deep breath. Otherwise, I feel like these just shallow breaths. Like I'm like, oh, I can see the light, and then it's like oh, I got sucked back right back in. So it's gonna probably take okay. six to eight months where you start feeling like, all right, I can breathe again. But you had to put those boundaries okay. up. All right. Does that, that make sense when she started Thank saying, "Hey, there could be toxic people around you"? I'm guessing immediately you knew who she was talking about. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, hang in there, Tabby. We appreciate you being part of the show. She does also say if you keep working on things and helping this process out, it could always go quicker than the six to eight months. Yes. You never know. So if you're proactive about getting all the cut, uh, cutting all the fat out of the, the cold sandwich, cuts, the cold cuts yep, out of the sandwich, then you should be good to go. <laughs> No, I just, we've had Kim on many, many times. I've never heard her describe, you know, some, somebody's struggle as, as a the, big hoagie, the big sandwich. Uh, so, right. <laughs> all right. Can't wait to listen KG's to this getting back. hungry. Uh, I am. I'm starving right now. How's Luann today? Great. How are you guys? Uh, good. Hungry now or not? No. Okay. Uh, Luann, what's your question for Psychic Kim? Okay, so I've been working really hard with a certain um, individual, and I am debating whether to open what is called a family group home, and it's a four-person, you own the home, you have the people live with you, not with you, you, you live in your own home, and you have it staff. And so I have all of the, yeah, so I just want to know if that would be a good business plan or pull me too far away from what I do. All right, so uh, basically looking at whether or not she should continue this plan here, Kim. 
Um, I see you more as the business person in this involvement, as in I see you looking at all the policies, the procedures, um, lining people up to do the training. Um, I don't see you like in the home a whole lot. I see you going there to like check over things. Like I'm looking at a stove. I'm like checking things off my list to make sure everything's lining up. I could see you doing that. Um, I see that you're, they're saying she definitely put in the work to deserve this. Like it's coming directly from your heart. Is it lucrative is the word they're using? Probably not in the way that you would hope, but they're like, I would cry. But lucrative as in these people need help. These people need your love. They need that support. Yes, there's going to be challenges, but they're they're showing me the overall bigger picture with connection through your heart space, through God, pure source, whatever your belief system is, um, that that's kind of like a calling for you. So when you're yeah. working through that place and that center, heart center, it will be profitable just may not be like financially profitable because that's what humans um, think of. But when it comes to spiritually profitable and a deeper meaning, absolutely 100% profitable. Um, we experienced a fire a little, two, a little over two and a half weeks ago. We lost our garage and the majority of our home and our kids were home and we were not. So my husband and I are feeling a lot of guilt over that. But my question to Psychic um, Kim was whether the responsible product, the company's product that was responsible for our house fire and potentially within 60 seconds taking our children's lives is going to step up and do the right thing. All right, so you're pretty sure you figured out what the product is that, that caused the fire. What was the faulty, the faulty product? You don't have to tell us, but you're pretty sure you know what it was? Because of our security cameras in our garage, oh. we caught how it started, and it's just, I don't want to say the product, because yep. until um, all the investigations right. yep. are done, it's just not fair. Okay, and, so but, your, your question, the bottom line is, though, are they going to step forward and do yeah. the right thing, and, and, and are they going to be held responsible for this product being faulty? Yeah, are okay. we going to get into our home and get back to some normalcy, you know, have your pillow in bed that everybody appreciates yep. and one day sooner? Uh, Kim, what are you seeing here? Um, are they going to well, step forward first off? I don't see them specifically coming forward. I see the investigation having to go through. I see courts involved. Oh, a lot, a lot of paperwork. Um, I keep seeing a lawyer being involved. So they show me your hands being up. So you going about, like, I don't, I don't want to say attacking the company or saying anything to the company is probably not the right, right way to do it because you're very much emotional. They said this literally has to be black and white, detail-orientated only, no emotions involved with this situation. So you have the facts. You have somebody involved to assist you to get um, them to cover the costs. It will be covered, but it's going to be a very long, outdrawn process, unfortunately. And I would have cried. Oh. And I keep feeling you guys out of your home for a while. Do you, do you, are you staying with family or friends? Because I don't see, like, a regular hotel. I see, like, I'm with family or friends for quite a while. And we're at, just uh, hanging out there. We're at my parents. Yeah, we're okay. at my parents right now. And we're trying to get closer because our kids go to school in yep. a closer neighboring town where they're 
commuting over an hour right now. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. So, I keep saying, like, you're, you're going to have to stay with some um, some people close by. Um, I don't see, like, your standard hotel where sometimes people have to go into that if they have a fire. But I don't see that. I see you staying in a home um, and just kind of making do with what you have for quite a while. Um, it's going to – your insurance company is – oh, this – it's a mess. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to be a mess. And I feel like the more emotion you put into it when it comes to the the product, the insurance, the more it's going to get pushed back, even though it's really hard not to put your emotions in it because your life was just uprooted. But they said, you got to stick to straight facts, information, black and white. Things will go a lot smoother that way and a lot faster. But you're still going to, it's going to take a while before you're back in your home. Sorry that you have to deal with this the first part of the new year. That's yeah. terrible. Hang in there. Be strong for your family. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Elizabeth. Take care. Oh. Uh, God bless. Uh, that's a, oh, can you imagine that? Yeah. Right over the holidays? Uh, rough one. Hi, Ellie. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, uh, we are too. Thanks for asking. Uh, you have a question for Psychic Kim about your job, right? Yes. Fire away. Um, it. Is it a good idea taking the this new position? So you've been offered yes. a new gig, and uh, should she take it, Kim? Yes. I, I get, like, all of a sudden giddy inside of me. I feel very excited. So, yes. Um, just they're showing me all around. I'm looking at all these really cool opportunities that are going to open up for me just by taking that job. So, yes. There you go. Okay. Wait, what was it? Uh, just yeah. for, to cure my curiosity, <laughs> why, why wouldn't you take this, Ellie? Is there is there something that you think is you're a little apprehensive of? Um, I would be supervising staff, and I guess I've never been in that supervisory role before, sure, yeah. and so it just made me a little nervous. Well, go get them. I'm yeah, not great. a fan of. Yeah, thank you. Lead by example and don't let people bully you around, okay? Don't let people go above your head. It doesn't matter if they talk about you behind your back. It's not going to mess your life up, but just don't let them bully you, okay? Okay. And now that you're in the supervisory role, you should be able to trim off the edges a little bit. You should probably be able to steal a whole bunch in the next couple (laughs) of years. Absolutely. Go get them, Ellie. Have a great day. <laughs> Thank start. you very much. I like your attitude. I got time for one more call, guys. I have every line completely lit up, and I know you want to talk to Psychic Kim. She'll be back in a couple of weeks, and we'll let you know uh, pretty far ahead of time. Uh, Adrena, you're going to get our last question. It's Adrena, right? Yes. Am I saying that right? Okay. Uh, what's your question for Psychic Kim? Yeah, so I have the opportunity to move to a different location for work. Um, that's more on the West Coast, and I'm just trying to determine if that's the best choice for me and my kids. I get a lateral move with that. Um, it may look great on one areas, but then you're—it's like you're going to sacrifice certain other areas. Um, I keep getting—it's lateral. It's like a lateral move. So the experience would be great. Yes. Uh, do I see you staying out there forever? Absolutely not. Uh, I feel like after five years, you're done and you want you want to move. So do you want to uproot? That That's going to be your choice. But it's not going to be bad for going out there because I see a whole bunch of cool different experiences that would be awesome to be around, see different cultures. I like that. Um, but when it comes to your job, I kind of feel like, meh, it's a lateral move. Okay. Okay. 
Thanks, Danny. All right. Well, hey, uh, good luck. Yeah. And uh, remember, if you do move, you can always get us on the app and you can stream us anytime, okay? <laughs> Thank you. This person on TikTok, she got up early to get to the airport. There's nothing worse than making sure, you know, you're on time, you're checked in, you get to the gate. Um, you don't need any hiccups. So she calls an Uber early and she just nicely asked him. She had a headache. Just turn the music down. And I'm so sorry. Do you mind turning down the music? I hate to ask. I just have a little bit of a headache and, and a long travel day ahead. And he turned it down like one click. So I said, I'm so sorry. Can you just turn down a little bit more? Maybe even just turn it off for the ride heading to the airport. And he said, I'm just going to take you home <laughs> and turned all the way back around. <laughs> he said, I will turn this car off. Around if you don't shut up back there. But some drivers just don't get it. You know, they don't get the etiquette. Listen to what they captured. And I think you and I have had too many discussions on can a Bieber, a Beaver. A Justin Bieber? A Justin Bieber. A crime fighting Bieber? (laughs) Fart in the woods. And what would it even sound like? Oh, Oh, it's got the cute little thing. Adorable. That is so cute. Hold on. I got to hear the beaver fart again. Hold on. Listen, this is this is the exact, and this isn't because of fart, but this is this sounds like walking past my dorm room when I was a sophomore. Then the bong. There. How upsetting to know that your fart is being shared all over because someone put a nature cam out there. You had no idea. You were just building your dam, going along with life, and nature happens, and now we're all laughing about it today. That's too bad. Play it one more time. Whoops, hold on, hold on. Uh, It's right here. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Oh, here comes a drunk adult or little kid. Let me get my tally board out. You guys give us the scenario. And then Kat's going to try and figure out if you did this as a drunk adult or a little kid. Because we've all had our moments. But then we've also all been stupid little kids, right? I promise you that we get Bailey's first. And played it for you earlier, so you should have a pretty good guess. But if you missed it. I passed out on the toilet while going numero dos. All right. Bailey's dumping and passed Mm. out on the toilet. Yeah, but passing out could mean... Two totally could different mean falling things. asleep could yep. mean passing out. So I'm going to say little kid. You were so tired. You woke up and you just passed out. Can't say little kid. Bailey, drunk adults or little kid? I can't believe I'm admitting this. I was a little kid. Yes. I was nearly potty trained and my cousin was babysitting us. And I went to the bathroom without telling her. It was right around nap time and I guess I just fell asleep. I woke up to her screaming my name, trying to find me. (laughs) And while I fell asleep, apparently the process continued and there was a huge mess everywhere for her to clean up. And that was the last time she watched us. Mm -hmm. Oh, your legs were all tingly. (laughs) Dangling. Uh, Tony, let's get your scenario here, man. Cat, you're one for one. Drunk adult or little kid. What happened, Tony? I was up on a balcony on the second story. Then I jumped off into a pool. Okay. Like Superman. Drunk adult or little kid. Second story. God, guys, they're so dumb. This sounds like college to me. I'm going to say drunk adult. I would have said drunk adult, too. Tony, drunk adults or little kid? I was a little kid. Uh, The family Uh, went on vacation, and uh, I thought I was Superman, jumped up on the balcony, and off into the pool. Yeah, everything was fine. I mean, I landed in the middle of the pool, but uh, it it scared my parents. I bet. Like, you imagine mom or dad just looking up and seeing your baby flying across? Yeah. Marcus? 
You get the last one this round. Make it quick. What'd you do? I drank water out of the toilet like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Please, God, let my instincts be right. I have to say, I'm going to say a little kid. I would have went the other way. Drunk adults are little kid, Marcus. I was a drunk germaphobic adult. Oh. I tell you how wasted I was. And my roommate at the time told me he was going to help me get over my fears of germs. And Double Dog dared me to drink out of the toilet like a dog. So I did. My gut was a wreck the next day. And needless to say, it didn't help with my germ issues. I think it made them worse. We bring back drunk adults or little kids. Second round, Cat. You're one for three. Not your best showing, but about average for you over the course of the time we've done this. Lance is up next. He's going to give us the scenario, and then you... You have to tell me whether he did this as a drunk adult or a little kid. We know it has to do with monkey bars and your junk. So, Lance, tell us what it was. I slipped on top of the monkey bars and broke my arm and bruised my... (laughs) Okay, so he broke his arm, bruised his junk. Drunk adult or little kid, cat? I'm going to say little kid. Right, because little kids are on the monkey bars right. all the time. Lance, drunk adult, a little kid. I was a drunk adult. I was at this park one night making out with this girl and decided I was going to be a show-off and not just use the monkey bars. No, I had to climb on top. And as I started walking across, <gasps> I slipped. And as I went down, I was stopped square between the legs by oh one of the bars. God. And I was trying to brace myself and ended up breaking my arm and severely bruising my that ruined anything good from happening that night and a few weeks to follow because probably all right you're one for four cat brad's up next we know this has to do with a stranger what happened here brad i shot a snot wad at a complete stranger at a restaurant snot wad at a stranger at a restaurant please god like this is a farmer blow this is a say little kid I would have went drunk adult. Brad, drunk adult or little kid? I was a little kid. My cousin had just visited for the summer, and the one I always looked up to showed me how to properly execute a snot wad. He failed to tell me there's a time and a place for it. (laughs) And one day after church, we would always go out to lunch after. And we were leaving, and as we were walking to the exit, I decided I need to clean my nose. Right under the leg of some stranger <laughs> sitting at a table we were passing by. My mom came unglued. Oh, man. That was the last time I ever did that. All right. I got one more. Grace, you get to put a cap on the bit today. First, tell us what happened. So I sat in the lap of a total stranger at a movie theater. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Total stranger. Movie I'm going to say adult. I'm like not getting any of these correct today. You're two for five. Yeah. This is the bad 500. Grace, drunk adults or little kid? Cat says adults. I was drunk. Me and my girlfriends were pre-gaming before the movie. And, you know, before going out, I, I yeah, I was hammered, really hammered. And um, starting to see double anyway. <laughs> we start moving down the row. And I thought it was an open seat. So I plopped down and thought the seat feels very weird. <laughs> and I realized I was sitting with someone. And that's not the worst part of it. <laughs> This creepy guy says, come back. I'll even buy you some. Oh, my God. You <laughs> like it. gently flipped his bucket of popcorn onto him. Oh. And, you know, we got kicked out and oh wouldn't God. even get our money back. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So, hey, not bad, Cat. You're batting 500 today. Have you ever pulled that trick where you cut out the bottom of your popcorn bucket so you can get it from the bottom and the top? 
You're a disturbed human being. You are, you've watched too many movies on your work computer. I'm not even addressing this. So at my sister's wedding this last weekend and her new husband, Tim, super nice guy. I got to meet his family for the first time, the majority of his family for the first time. They rented like a compound. So it had a main house, a little side house, and then another like a bunk house. Yeah. There was like 30 of us staying on the premises. And my wife and I, so what happens is my sister is a little bit of a control freak. So after the wedding and after the dinner, she and Tim left for the compound first. They had to be there first. And I thought they were just going to try and squeeze in a quickie, but yeah. they explained it as we're going to, we're going to tell everybody. My sister's words are, there's a lot of big personalities here, oh. which was clearly addressed at, at me as far as like, if I would have got there when everyone else got there, yeah. I would have just taken the biggest bedroom and said, you're out of luck. You're the Ramona singer. Yeah. 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 I would have done it right away. Wow. And uh, so my sister clearly knowing this was going to happen, told everybody, Tim and I are going to leave. 15 minutes from the dinner before everybody else, we're going to buy you guys one last round of drinks and then we're going to leave. Yeah. And so they left. And by the time we got to the house, they had decided whose bedrooms are going to be what. Trish and I got stuck with the bedroom that has two single beds. And my sister goes, we can just push them together. I go, it doesn't work that way because she thought we'd want that. That was the one bedroom that had a bathroom attached to it. I go, I don't have a problem with any of this, whatever. Like, I mean, we've been married for over 20 years. If we Sounds s- like you're griping about somewhere free that you stayed. No, I'm not, for sure not, because uh, it was a, a great place. But here's what I did realize. Uh, the floors were that, t- they were a tile floor. Yeah. Not wood or carpet, which I'm super used to. You get used to your own home, and at my age, when it's different, it wigs you out a little bit, and they had tile. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go to get ready for bed, I brush my teeth, and I'm like, my feet are freezing. Yeah. Because I had taken all my clothes off. Yeah. That's how I sleep. And my wife goes, well, put some socks on. And so I slept with socks on for the first time in probably 30 years. Are you getting to the age where you have to start bringing your own slippers in Ziplocs? I don't know. But I slept with (laughs) socks on the first night and I woke up feeling like a new man. I would die if I had to wear socks when I slept. Oh, my God. I thought so, too, till it became a necessity. And the next night we're getting ready to go to bed. I got just, and I have these, (laughs) I have these like calf high purple socks that say like gong show on them. Cause it's like my kids had bought a whole bunch of hockey stuff online. So they got them free and they wouldn't wear them. Yeah. So they somehow they ended up in my bag. And so I got these, I'm literally (laughs) naked in purple socks. Uh And my wife goes, you're wearing that to bed. I go, of course I am. These feel great. Gross. And so, uh, so <laughs> I just got the worst visual. I think <laughs> I think I'm a sleep with your socks on kind of guy. Now, last night, okay. I decided I'm back at home. Didn't sleep with socks on. Felt worse when I woke up. I'm gonna try really? tonight. I'm gonna put socks on tonight. Okay. What do you sleep with? What do you what What is your bedtime attire? Because I'm not now. I'm not naked anymore. I'm I'm socks guy. Well, you know me and my massive underwear that. I boast about constantly because they are so comfortable. If you if you were to get like a snuggie from someone from behind, if they were to grab the back of your underwear from behind, yeah. how far up your back would they go with it? They would be able to link it under my chin. They'd be able to go over the top of your head and under your <laughs> yes. chin. They are that big. They I pull them right underneath my breastbone. And then I wear, look at, I found this picture for you to better I, be, get a clue of what my tank top does to me. This is what I. 
when I wake up in the morning. One boob out over the top of my tank top. Why don't you top. use a t-shirt then? Why don't you just sleep in like Sometimes a t-shirt? Sometimes I'll wear like an oversized t-shirt, but I love a tank top because I like to be cold when I sleep and then have the big covers over me. Okay. No socks because when I start to get warm, then you stick out your big toe and then you get cooler again and then you stick it back under the covers. You got to try the socks thing. I, I couldn't do that. I've tried it before. Something I've there. tried it when I had the flu, like when you have the flu and you try to make sure you sweat it out and it's, it's just horrible. I hate wearing socks. I love summer season. I'll wear flip flops up until the first frost. That's how I roll. But I yeah, thought I would just... see this and think of my boob again. Nope. I'm good. Oh. It, no, no, I'm plugged. Right. Thankfully for me, because there's a God. Um, here's what I want you to do real quick. Just text us. I, I mean, picture if you want, it's not necessary. That's not what I'm looking for, but what, what do you sleep in? I mean, are you a pajamas kind of person? Like you've got your own jammies. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a stretch there uh, when I was uh, when I would bring like friends home. High school stretch that my mom had a nightgown. Oh yeah, like Ebenezer Scrooge. My like, sister uh, has a, a whole. Thing. She has a whole rack of beautiful like silk pajama sets. This was not that. This was a nightgown oh, okay. that uh, yeah, like a Christmas story. You expect people from that that yeah. genre to be wearing. And I'd be like, Mom, you, you can't can't wear that. I have friends over tonight. My like, grandma is so adorable. She has little nighties like yeah. that. And then she has a little house coat. And then it buttons. Because old people are always cold. So I'm getting that point now. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.